So, like, every other country had a booth at Frankfurt that was obviously subsidized. Like, they had, you know, the country, the, the, the government had paid to, like, splash out on, like, you know, big signage and, like, parties and, like, had paid, their, literally paid publishers to go and represent their books. But the United States, it's a private company. Like, we don't have yeah. a Ministry of Culture in the United States. Maybe we have a Chamber of Commerce. They don't care about a, the book no. publishing, though. I know. It was funny. One of my doctors, she kept being like, well, surely we must have something like that. You know, she's an immigrant. And so <laughs> she kept being like, the U.S. must have something like this. And I was like, oh, we have, like, national public radio and, like, public broadcasting. But that's, like, kind of the closest thing we have to, like, an agency that is involved in, like, propagating culture. But then I thought about it, and I was like, right, it's because, like, the U.S.'s culture is, like, already exported all over the world. Like, right. why like, would you to need to? Like, you go... So, yeah. to Germany and they're playing like American music you know and so all the US publishers that were there had paid thousands of dollars for like a tiny cubby hole and um, it was you know obviously it's like a well run service but it's like depressing cubicles with very bare, bare bones signs um, it, was, it was kind of fascinating and if you went there you would be left with the impression that like Estonia has like a larger publishing industry than the United States absolutely you know, and that was, or like the Philippines. Oh, yeah. Know, the know. Philippines booth was like spot on. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. They literally had someone there whose job it was to like come greet you and bring you in and like entice you to see which publisher you would want to talk to. I liked that a lot. That was my favorite thing that I learned. Hi, I'm Joe Beal, the founder and CEO of Microcosm Publishing. I'm also the author of A People's Guide to Publishing, which distills what I've learned from selling millions of books over the past 28 years. I'm Ellie Blue, the Vice President of Microcosm. We started this podcast to share what we've learned with newer publishers so you can learn from our mistakes. Or maybe you just want to learn about the publishing industry. This week, we are going to talk about what we learned at the Frankfurt Book Fair, or Buchmess. We traveled to Frankfurt, Germany in October every year. There's this enormous fair. I think it was the 75th anniversary. Um, And it's a huge fair. there were over 200,000 attendees. There were five huge halls with multiple stories, each just full of booths of publishers. It was very overwhelming and very massive. It took months for my inbox to recover. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we went. We had a few things in mind. I guess the thing the Frankfurt Fair is known for is buying and selling um, international publication rights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that means you made a book... You probably made that book in your native language, presumably if you're listening to this podcast, which is English. And then, but maybe there's a gigantic market for that book in other languages. And so you could conceivably translate that book into French or, you know, other languages, hieroglyphics. But you probably don't have distribution in that market in that language. So it makes a lot more sense to license those sales to a publisher who does have that distribution in that country. So one of our goals there was to meet other publishers that were enough like us that we could potentially share licensing not just of one book, but of like multiple books in our catalog or even our entire catalog. Mm-hmm. And 
the way that we prepared for this is Joe got on the email, um, especially with our literary rights agent who have represented us there before, and started setting up meetings. Mm -hmm. And the other way we did this was by walking those halls many, many, many kilometers on concrete floors and just looking for the booths that popped out at us, which was not that many, but there were some. Five, in fact. <laughs> there were five. That were immediately clear. They were our brethren from another nation. <sighs> and th that was really interesting because then, you know, we could say, oh, you're a lot like us. You do similar kind of graphic placements. You do similar kinds of publishing. Let's do this. And, you know, that you know in a lot in those five cases like we could probably sell their entire catalog in the united states you know like fair you know obviously to varying degrees of success but largely yes and then there were a couple of different booths where we found like one book that we were like your whole catalog is not necessarily for us but we could totally sell this book so we asked to buy rights to publish it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And oh. so that's been that was part of it too where you know you're essentially saying like we are the right publisher in the United States and these other identified territories for you to license this book to us for publication. And then you're essentially licensing a book that has finished editorial and, you know, you probably have to do some repackaging for your market, but largely the same book. And then you publish the book and that's that. So if you've never been to Frankfurt, which we hadn't until this year, and I'm sure there's a lot more we have to learn about it, but the main one of the main things we learned is that it's all about having meetings booked in advance. And so we did that through um, partly through our rights agents and partly through reaching out. We ended up meeting with a lot of fellow U.S. publishers who, you know, a lot of the New York publishers who we don't necessarily have a chance to see very often out here in Portland. Um, we met with some, like, third-party businesses that we do business with. We met with Humble Bundle. Um, yeah, we uh, it was like packed with meetings. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of there's a lot of publishers that you cannot just go up and talk to at this event. Like they have a per they literally have a front desk at their booth, and you have to go up and say, "I, I have an appointment," and they'll like walk you over to the table. But you can't just go up and talk to someone. Mm -hmm. Like it's not a place to go with your hat in your hand. And so you're right. There's kind of no place for authors at an event like this yeah and there's kind of no place honestly for people that like haven't mapped out their schedule in advance mm -hmm. and there's kind of no place i don't know yeah it's interesting i would say it's an exclusive event yes i mean it's very old publishing there's and room for disruption people always joke that like you know that that, that you have to go all the way around the world to like have these sit-down meetings to, like, sell your rights, you know, which is kind of goofy. Because, right, like, you could conceivably just... I mean, I got an email from a, Spani a Spanish publisher that we licensed to, and then, you know, I, I tried to have a meeting with them at Frankfurt, but instead they just emailed me and said, Hi, um, can you identify, you know, some books in your catalog? We would like to go after the deep cuts now. And I was like, wow, this is Sweet. the dream. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> like, normally that's me being like, hi, here are maybe some books you've missed. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, 
part of me is like, isn't this like the agent's job to have done this? But then I'm like, right, you do a better job of representing your own catalog because you know it better than anybody else. Yeah. So if you are thinking about going to Frankfurt, um, what advice would we give to So I held off on going for the last 10 years because our agency was there. And then I found out that our agency is in a cordoned off rights area that you have to have an appointment just to get into. So if you don't know that we're there and you don't have an appointment, it's like we're not even there. So, uh, and my buddy Dan was like, Joe, you really should go to Frankfurt. It's like nothing else. And I concur. He was right. It's true. (laughs) And it was a great, you know, experience. And I wouldn't go just to, like, see it, you know. I would go if you have books that are ready for translation in the sense that, like, you understand the markets in those languages and countries, you know. And so there's just a, a ton of, like, inside baseball knowledge, like, understanding which U.S. books would work in Japan, for example, or the fact that, like comics are have an adult market in italy but you know not in most countries you know not in most of europe and you know just things like that where there's so much knowledge to pick up on it might also be good if you need the perspective of how boring most books are yes that was the other major takeaway where it was like that it's like they had gathered the worst (laughs) and the most boring of U.S. books, or that, like, the style of U.S. books, but from other countries, and brought them all there, and paid for them to be subsidized by the government to be there. There were some exceptions, but mm-hmm. not many. Yeah, and there, I mean, yeah, we would find, like, the coolest books. Well, if you're going to Frankfurt next year, let us know. Yeah. Maybe right. we'll see you there. Thanks for joining us once again. Please send your questions to podcast at microcosmpublishing.com so we can answer them on future episodes. And please give us five stars on iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are reviewed. You can find us on the internet at microcosm.pub. On Twitter at microcosm. On Facebook at microcosm publishing. On Instagram at microcosm underscore pub. And here in Portland, Oregon on North Williams Avenue. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week.